<clears throat> Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me Daniel K. I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast. The podcast in which I, Daniel K, play video games. Uh, yeah, you know what it is. I play the video games, I record myself playing the games, you can hear the recordings, it's a podcast, and it's a Let's Play podcast. Just like a YouTube Let's Play, only audio only, like a podcast. Alrighty, uh, I'm out here. Uh, yeah, and it's nine o'clock at night, all the stars are, well, actually, I can't see, I can't really see any stars, because I'm sat right under, like, a street lamp, so I can see the, uh, the non-backlit screen of my old Game Boy Color. Oh, if I look over there, I guess, what direction is that? Over to the east? Over to the southeast? I can see one or two little, little, uh, stars up in the sky, in between the branches of this enormous ghost gum. Which is really pretty beautiful. Ghost gums are gorgeous trees. Uh, but, uh... Ooh, someone needs their, uh, their thingy belt fixed on their car. Timing belt? Whatever it is. I think it's a timing belt. Is that right? Well, there's something belt. Fan belt. Car belt. The car belt needs fixing. So it just made a squealy noise. You probably heard it. But yeah, ghost gums. Oh, man, they're gorgeous. Oh, what pretty, pretty trees. But, oh gosh darn, I'm told they really like to drop their branches on all your valuables and loved ones, so <laughs> stay careful around ghost gums, ladies and gentlemen. Their big heavy limbs might come a-crashing down on on, uh, on that which you hold most dear to you. Your car or your house. Or your brother or sister or mother or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm hanging out under a ghost gum right now, so if you hear a sickening splat and then several minutes of screaming, it's probably likely I've been killed by a ghost gum. Uh, call, please, call for help, wherever you are, if you hear that. Um, <laughs> I, I trust in my own professionality uh, that I'll, I'll properly... Uh, while injured beneath the fallen limb of the gum, I'll convert the uh, M- M4B or MP4, whatever file format I, this this records into, into MP3s. I probably won't be able to get much editing done, so uh, all the mistakes will be left in. But I I, I imagine I'd probably publish my, this this episode because my family uh, <laughs> after my funeral probably wouldn't be going through my phone to look for audio files and try and publish unpublished episodes, would they? Wouldn't be their main priority, no. Uh, be probably their main priority would be like feeling sad because they didn't have me around. I'm pretty cool, uh, but then my poor thoughtless family—they'd be depriving you people, you listeners, of the the final Daniel K's Let's Plays episode. And what would the episode be, listeners? It would be an episode of the Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke Challenge. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to the Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke Challenge episode in which I, Daniel K, play the video game Pokemon Blue on this Game Boy Color here in front of me at 9 o'clock at night underneath the ghost gum. Yeah. So in the last episode, we were in a cave all, all goddamn day. Jesus. Yeah. You probably just listened to that or you listened to it a couple days ago when it was published. And you probably noticed that, oh man, my energy was real low at the end of that episode because it had just been the same thing again and again and again and again for more than an hour. Just cave. Just cave. No, nothing new, nothing interesting. But now, ah, we're in interesting territory again, listeners. I've made it through 
I've made it out here to Lavender Town. I assume I'm in Lavender Town. Yeah, the map says I'm in Lavender Town, but I I, uh, I checked a street sign when I first arrived in the town, and it said some garbage about the Sylph Scope, which I think I remember the details of from my childhood playing this game. Um, so, in addition to having uh, more interesting places to explore in-game, I'm also going to try not to be so boring. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't really know... <laughs> what I can do as far as not being as boring as I was last episode maybe I can do more editing uh, but maybe not we'll just see how things go so uh, what am I going to do I'm going to turn up the little volume wheel oh shit listen to this I love this song I've forgotten that this was going to play why did I not notice this last episode dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. What a good song! What a good song! I wonder who who done this, who composed this, who was the N- Nabua Uimetsu of the Game Boy uh, ca- ca- Game Boy Pokemon music. I'd love to know because this is what. It, oh, what a good song! Um, I'll look through my Metapod Destroyer album and see if there's a, like a, that, that sort of chiptune death metal version of the Lavender Town theme, and I'll stick it in in post here. Uh, but if there isn't one, then I don't know what I've just stuck there. Who knows? <laughs> Jeez. It could be anything. Uh, anyway. Um, okay, so let's start the playing of the game, shall we? Okay, so I'm, uh, the, the town... I've come from the north. Oh, no, I've just cro- crossed over into Route 10. Uh, I crossed back down into Lavender Town. Let's hear the music again. Yeah, so I, I, I enter the town by walking down south from Route 10. Uh, and I have to pass this great big tall tower before I can enter the town proper, you know, the town square. And this tower, I remember, listeners, is an enormous sort of uh, multi-story gravestone complex, which is actually a really weird concept, isn't it? Now that I think about it, now that I'm not a child playing this game, it's weird that there's like a graveyard that's inside an office block or like a thing of flats. Man, that's strange. And it is, like, full of tombstones and everything, too. So it's like there's real remains up there. Maybe that's a thing in Japan, do you think? Do you think, or did they just make this shit up? Oh, man, that was my first little curse word, wasn't it? I could have gone the whole episode without without doing a curse. I, I'm going to try that one day, because it's pretty cheap just swearing all day. So it's, uh, it's pretty cheap. Adding emphasis to your words. How cheap. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Oh, what am I saying? Okay, so yeah, this this big tall ta- like mortuary tower. I'm not going to walk in there just yet. I know like the first floor, the ground floor. There's no bad uh, uh, wild Pokemon which are going to fight me. But in the subsequent upper floors, there are. But I know that I can't fight them until I get the Sylph Scope. I know that from my childhood memories. Also, Bassam, the friendly guy from the Total Power Pod, the podcast which you should all check out. He was like, oh, just, like, for your own sanity, Daniel, remember, don't go in the tower before you have the silph scope. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm no newbie. I know what I'm doing. Um, I thought it was kind of strange that he was pointing that out to me because, like, you know, what does he care if I get a little bit frustrated in my game? And then I realized 
in the Nuzlocke challenge, if if a Pokemon comes up and I can't fight it because I don't have the Sylph scope, I'm fucked in that area. I would have missed out on a Pokemon. That's probably what he was going like. Hey, don't don't go in the tower yet, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been it would have been a shame. I think I would have held myself to the rule uh, of not catching the Pokemon, even though I know the sprite is like. Uh, not not a real Pokemon sprite. It's like a, a formless mist or ghost or whatever, a spectre, which you can't identify until you have a, the Sylph scope. But it's still a fight. It's still a random encounter. So I would count it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm blah, 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 blathering on. Uh, here in the northern section of the town to the northwest, there's a Pokemon Center. Um, yeah, there's a Pokemon Center. There are three people in the Pokemon Center. Should I talk to them now? Or should I? Yeah, let's talk to them now. There's a little old man here. He says, Team Rocket will do anything for the sake of gold. Holy moly. Bunch of Scrooge McRockets. On the couch, there's a guy sitting like there always is. There's always someone on the couch in here. I should do a playthrough of the Pokemon where I'm that guy just sitting in the Pokemon Center. That's uh, coming up after my bug catcher playthrough. Alright. This guy on the couch says, Hey, Cubones wear skulls, right? People will pay a lot for one. Oh, really? Uh, given your position next to this man who says Team Rocket is going to be doing anything for gold, I wonder if you're implying that, te- that Cubone is susceptible to, to poaching by Team Rockets. Anyway, there's a little kid walking around the ground here as well. Let's speak to them. Walking around the, walking around the ground. Yeah, you know. Not like the air or the fucking water or whatever. Uh, the kid says, I saw Cubone's mother die trying to escape from Team Rocket. Okay, that's sad. That's a sad thing. Sad when a person's mother dies. Killed by a gangster organization of Pokemon poachers. Sucks when that happens, doesn't it? Alright, I'm here in the middle of the town. There's a guy walking around. Let's just speak to this man in the street. What's the man in the street have to say? Ghosts appear in Pokemon Tower. I think they're spirits of Pokemon that the Rockets killed. Oh, jeez. I guess it would suck to be a Pokemon killed by a rocket, then, wouldn't it? You don't. You have to haunt haunt the tower. You can't go to Pokemon Heaven, where Pokemon God rewards you. I wonder what kind of Pokemon Pokemon God is. Probably Mr. Mime. Um, let's speak to this other guy here in the street. This other guy says this town is known as the grave site of Pokemon. Memorial services are held in Pokemon Tower. Uh, that guy was hanging out here by this little house with a sign out the front. What kind of house is it? Let's read the sign to find out. Lavender Volunteer Pokemon House. And this is not what I was expecting it to say. Let's enter and see what the hell is up in this house. Up in here, up in here. Um, okay, there's two people and two Pokemon in this house. A guy and a little kid. So let's speak to the guy first. The guy says, Oh, that's odd. Mr. Fuji isn't here. Where'd he go? I don't know. Let's speak to the little kid. Maybe the kid knows where Mr. Fuji is. I don't remember anything about Mr. Fuji. Um, Childhood Dan in his time machine is not supplying me with the good information right now. Speak to the little kid. Little kid says, This is really Mr. Fuji's house. He's really kind. He looks after abandoned and orphaned Pokemon. Oh, let's speak to this uh, this Pokemon here. See what kind of type of Pokemon it is. It's just a generic Pokemon sprite. A Psyduck. <laughs> the Psyduck says Guapa. That's the noise a Psyduck makes, listeners. Guapa. G W A P P A. Guapa. 
speak to this second and final Pokemon in this house. This foster house for abandoned Pokemon. There's two of them. Which I guess speaks volumes to how wonderful and, uh, and uh, utopia-ish this world is for Pokemon. I guess they stopped sending them out in the wars when uh, when the Vietnam War ended. Some uh, Serge Gainsbourg backstory. Let's speak to this Pokemon. They say, they say, Gau, and it's a Nidorino. Cool. The Nidorino says, Gau. Cool. Let's leave this place. Come back when Mr. Fuji's around. There's a random sign just in the middle of the of this of the uh, this grassy town. Lots of grass in this town. I just noticed that. It's funny that there's no roads in town. It's just houses and Pokemon centers and great big towers and they're all sprouting up out of uh, grass. Which would be pretty cool. Imagine that. Imagine if your city center there was no roads and cars didn't drive around. It was all grass. That would be nice, wouldn't it? In between all the buildings there's just grass you can walk through, like a great big park. A great big sort of, you know, walkway of parks around all the buildings. Man, the Pokemon people have it right in Pokemon Land. In Pseudo-Japan. Let's read the sign. Lavender Town. The Noble Purple Town. Okay, cool. There are two people here by the uh, entrance to the Big Tell Tower. Um, let's speak to this little kid first. The kid says, Hey, do you believe in ghosts? Yes, I do. Really? So there are believers, dot, dot, dot. Well, there's a doorway right up just north of where you are right now, two steps. You can go through there and see literal ghosts, Pokemon ghosts. I'm led to believe that they're the ghosts of Pokemons killed by Team Rockets. The Jesse and James and the Meowth killing Pokemon all day. We're walking around. I don't know, shooting them or something. Ooh, they never show that in the cartoon, but that's what they do as their day job when they're not chasing that Pikachu. Just killing Pokemon. What a bunch of bastards. Alright, let's speak to this man walking around. Ghosts appear in Pokemon Tower. I think they are the spirits of Pokemon that the rockets killed. We've already spoken to this man. I beg your pardon, listeners, I made a mistake. Okay, shit, a Pokemon Mart. Uh, down here in the southeast of town. I can enter this Pokemon Mart and see if there's any great balls on, on sale. Uh, speak to the person behind the counter with the big round glasses and they say, Hi there, may I help you? Let's buy. Take your time. Great balls! Oh, for 600 Pokemon dollars. Let's get a whole bunch of great balls. Uh, five for $3,000? I've got 65000 bucks. So let's go... Let's go until... Here we are. So I've got $65,416. Uh, I'm going to buy $5,400 worth of balls. And that's nine balls. It's strange seeing an odd number of balls. That's pretty unusual, isn't it? Great ball. Will that be $5,400 okay? Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. Here are your balls. And good. I've got exactly $60,000 and then a couple other dollars left. There are two people here in the uh, Pokemon uh, Mart. One guy with like a... I don't know what you call that. Like a backwards widow peak, you know? Like a triangle-shaped hair on the back of his head. Uh, just like a crew cut, you might say? I don't know. But let's speak to him. He says, I am searching for items that raise the abilities of Pokemon during a single battle. X attack, X defense, X speed, and X special are what I am after. Do you know where I can get them? 
and I'm not able to answer this person. I just blank him. I just like literally step away and walk away in total silence. I guess it's interesting. Yeah. It's, 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 shut up, Dan. It's just a conceit of the game. Just you, shut up. All right, let's speak to this last person in the shop. They say, hey, you know Revive? It revives any fainted Pokemon, not mine. <laughs> mine are special Nuzlocke Pokemons. Which I guess are just more vulnerable than all the other Pokemon in this game. A little bit sickly. They can't uh, can't survive or revive. Oh, I love this song. I'm going to end it by stepping into one of these uh, these other two little houses in the south of town, though. I've forgotten what's up. Maybe there's a, one of those rod guys who's going to give me a good old-fashioned fishing rod. Good old fishing fashion rod. <laughs> <laughs> the good old fish and fashion rod. Jeez. Oh, the song hasn't ended even though I've entered the house. That's nice. This must be a spooky house. There's a woman and her Pokemon in this house. Let's speak to the woman. I hate those horrible rockets, she says. That poor Cubone's mother. It was killed trying to escape from Team Rocket. Yeah, I heard. Man, this Cubone's mother is a real local celebrity for having died escaping Team Rockets. Yeah. Alright, let's, let's speak to this Pokemon which is next to this lady. Cubone! Oh, this is an interesting thing for a Pokemon to be saying. The, the Cubone says, Kyugu! K Y A R U G O O. Kyugu! Oh, okay. Let's enter the final, the final house in this town and then we'll finish, we'll finish up in this, this area. Oh! So this is not a spooky house. It looks exactly the same, apart from the inhabitants, as the other house, but this one has special music. Special, what, Pokemon Center music? No, this isn't the Pokemon Center music. That's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Alright, there's a little uh, guy here. He reminds me of a businessman, because he has uh, round glasses, and he's got like a Friar Tuck bald uh, head, but hair on sides of head hairstyle. Uh, speak to him. Hello, hello. I am the official name rater. Oh, want me to rate the nickname of your Pokemon? Yeah. Which Pokemon should I look at? Uh... Let's say... Please rate Mr. Thornton's name. Oh man, my Pokemon are all knocked about. They've all got missing health. Gosh. Mr. Thornton, is it? That is a decent nickname. But would you like me to give it a nicer name? Holy shit. How about it? Tyler, do you want a new name? Should I just change you to Tyler, or are you happy being Mr. Thornton? No, you're happy being Mr. Thornton. I heard you, buddy. I heard you. Don't worry. How about it? No, bud. I'm keeping my name. Uh, he says, fine. Come anytime you like. And I leave the goddamn house. All right, listeners. So it's time to advance. Um, I can either go to the west, which I don't know. I think there's like a path there with some grass. Or I can go to the south, and I think there's like a jetty there. Or something like that. Uh, but before I make that decision, listeners, I'm actually... You remember there were more trainers up to the north? Uh, just between here and the cave? I'm just really quickly going to clear that area out. Uh, I won't include it, because uh, I'm sure it'll be boring unless something interesting happens. Uh, I'll, I'll just cut back to when that, that area is all cleared out. I'll let you know if anything interesting happens while I'm clearing out the area. Oh, shit! Listeners! Gosh! Uh... Constantine grew to level 25 in his first fight. I'm in here fighting an Onyx. 
Uh, well, I was fighting an onyx until Constantine confused it to death. <laughs> and uh, Constantine grew level 25. That's nice. Alright, back, back to clearing out this little area. Okay, listeners, cool. I'm back in the town. The old lavender town. Man, that area... Ah, it was absolutely tiny. It was just like a tiny little loop. And there were only two people who I hadn't fought there. Um, it was the, the hiker where Constantine leveled up. You, you, you heard that. And then there was another hiker. So that's done. Where are we going to go? Let's go down south to that sort of jetty pier uh, area. So we're leaving Lavender Town now. We're going down south. Um, I'm just, yep, just like I remember. Here's a, like a pier, uh, uh, wooden slats of a jetty. To the left and right of me, uh, the water, blue water, sort of laps back and forth. So we're going to walk down here and see if there's any... Oh, I should probably put... Oh, no, Constantine's out front. He can stay out front and fight the, uh, the grass-type Pokemons. Which might come up. Okay. The pier branches to the uh, left and to the right. And then continues down. So it's like a... Imagine an upside-down slingshot shape. Let's uh, take the the path to the west. Oh, it's a dead end. Any hidden items on the ground? None that I can see. Alright, back up the path and then back down the other fork. Another branching path. I can go down south to a building. Or I can uh, go right to the east and there's a sign here on the path which leads to the east let's read the sign route 12 north to lavender all right so we're in a new route oh this this is a dead end cool no long grass or anything all right let's enter this this building we're entering it from above from the north like uh like nick cave uh yeah okay so in this building there's like a police person let's see if we can get past the police person yes we can let's speak to them Hey, there's a lookout spot upstairs. Okay, cool. I wonder if one of Professor Rogue's aides will be up there and might give me something cool. I've gone upstairs. There sure is a lookout spot. There's no aide in here, but there is a woman. Let's speak to her. She says, My Pokemon's ashes are stored in Pokemon Tower. You can have this TM. I don't need it anymore. Dan will receive TM39. Oh, that's a bit sad. So obviously, because TMs get used up after you teach the move to a Pokemon, this must be something she was saving to teach to a Pokemon but never got around to it, and a Pokemon died. Let's see the Pokemon TM, what she gave me. Let's have a look. TM39. Used. Boot it up a TM. It contains Swift. Oh, that's a move which never misses. Cool. Yeah, that could come in handy. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, this does... Sorry, my back is sore. Let me just reposition a little. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, that's better. Good, I'm glad we've got Swift. Let's not teach it to anyone just yet. Let's just hold on to it. Thanks, ma'am. That's very nice of you. We'll exit this building to the south. And now we continue down the pier. Are we still in Route 12? Town map. Route 12. Still in Route 12. Okay, the pan the patch, the path immediately branches to the uh, east and to the west. Let's go west first. No, that's a dead end. No hidden items are there. No, none that I can see. So let's follow the path to the east. And then go down. Oh, there's like a fisher person here. Or a person who I assume is a fisher person, just based on my childhood memories. Let's step in front of them. I have no idea what kind of level these people have their Pokemon at. This person says, yeah, i got a bite here. And we're fighting. I'm fighting. Dun, 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 dun. A fisherman. 
Fisherman wants to fight three Pokemon. Fisherman sent out Goldeen. All right, listeners, cut to when it's dead. Oh, level 22. So higher than... Uh, well, not that much higher than all the people in the cave. Yeah, cut to when it's dead. Cool. With two, with two confusions, it is dead. Thanks, Constantine. Uh, and... Oh, cool. Wow. Constantine grew to level 26. That's insane. That's just three fights. That's madness. Fisherman is about to use Poliwag. Cool. Will Daniel change Pokemon? Yeah, let's send out Keith and Andy. Fisherman sent out Poliwag. I'll cut back to when it is dead. Ah, oh, shit. It hypnotized me. Okay, <laughs> I'll cut to when I'm awake again. Oh my god, again. Oh shit, yes, okay, I woke up and it tried to get me a third time with hypnosis and I, I, no, I just vine whipped it dead in one, great. Super effective. Cool, it hit me with a whole ton of bubbles and water guns, but luckily bubble did one damage and water gun did two damage to Keith and Andy. They are a tough pair of plants. Fisherman's about to use Goldeen. No, let's swap out Keith and Andy. Swap them out for Mr. Thornton because that pet can really mess you up when you're a plant type Pokemon. Cut to when it's dead. Yep, critical hit, super effective, Thunderbolt dead in one. Goldene fainted, Mr. Thornton gained experience. Oh, cool! Oh, cool. Mr. Thornton grew to level 30 and Donald defeated the Fisherman. Who says? He says, ch. It's like a, like a, you know, like you make a clicking noise when. Like that. Just a small fry, says the Fisherman. Daniel got 770. Oh, fucking God, Constantine is evolving, listeners. My drowsy is evolving. I didn't know this was going to happen already. Oh, 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 what a weird looking thing. Oh, it's got a penis for a nose. A hypno. Constantine evolved into hypno. Yeah, definitely a very phallic nose. Yeah. Quite kind of bulbous in the middle and floppy and long. But uh, uh, none nonetheless, a cool-looking Pokemon. Weird how human it is. It's just basically like a, a slightly strange-looking human. The Hypnos. I always thought, like, Mr. Mime and, and Jinx were the two, like, weirdly human Pokemon, you know? But, man, I guess Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee and all them, they're also kind of weirdly human. Oh, it's strange. But yeah, yeah, Hypno, fuck. Constantine looks cool. Um, all right. Let's keep on going. Keep on going down. We go down. Yes, we do. Uh, we go down and to the left and the path branches. I can either go back up, retracing my steps, or I can go down south. Let's go back up. Oh, dead end. Let's go down south. And there's another person here who I can step in front of and fight. Did a little loon. Probably another fisherman. They say, be patient. Fishing is a waiting game. And let's speed this up a little bit. They have a tentacle, and it is. Oh my god, what the fuck? What am I even looking at here? What is this? Man, I'm so confused. I'm looking at Constantine from behind, the, the hypno sprite from behind. This is maybe the weirdest one yet. And the Nitto Queen looks terrible from behind, like just like a, you know, a blob of mud. And uh, obviously, I, I've, I've waxed on quite a bit about how Persian looks from behind, but Hypno, it's just like confusing. There's like a jumble. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. It's almost like a weird. I don't know. Anyway, cut to when this tentacle's dead of confusion. That's oh, super effective and didn't kill it? Holy moly. 
I guess because it's it's level 24 and I'm only level 26, it's caught me up in in a pretty vicious rap. Okay, cool, that's over. Should we headbutt it? Man, only 15 headbutts, but 25 psychic uh, confusions. Let's confusion it. Cool, it's dead. My uh, my weird jumble of pixels killed that that tentacle really well. Fisherman's about to use Goldine. Let's cut to when this thing's dead. Oh no, Goldine used Supersonic. Constantine's confused. Let's keep on confusing it right back. Constantine is confused. Question mark, question mark. Constantine used confusion, yes, and I killed the Goldine. Beautiful. Goldine fainted. Constantine gained 570 experience points, and Daniel defeated the Fisherman. Ah, Fisherman says. Oh, that one got away. Daniel got money. Alright, let's keep on going south. Uh, and to the east. Ah, oh, another branching path. Oh no, this one's a dead end, but it does have another fisherman on it. Let's, uh, Constantine, you're doing really well. Maybe let's put Mr. Tolly out front. He needs some leveling. No, that's, that's dumb leveling. Uh, but then there's never really going to be something which Mr. Tolly is strong against because he has no bird flying type moves. So let's switch him out front and let's step in front of this, uh, this fisherman and let's fast forward through this fight. The fisherman says, the fishing fool versus Pokemon kids. <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of funny for some reason. All right, and he has a Goldeen. It's his only Pokemon. Level 27. Holy shit, Mr. Tolly, level 28. We've hit the big time as far as experience goes. I cut back when it's dead, listeners. Okay, dead. Great. Enemy Goldeen fainted. Got me with a pair of horn attacks, which has done actually quite a bit of damage to me. Oh, cool. Mr. Tolly grew to level 29. Great. Daniel defeated the fisherman. The fisherman says, Oh, too much. It was all too much. Uh, cue that Beatles song again. Uh, Daniel got 945 bucks for winning. And we are done. Oh, I've forgotten to be talking to these people after I've defeated them so I can get that extra little bit of hidden dialogue. Let's, uh, let's just talk to this guy again. You beat me at Pokemon, but I am good at fishing. Hey, that's a really good attitude. Yeah, I did beat you at Pokemon, and you are better than me at fishing. Let's keep on going down south through this winding road. This long and winding road. Uh, let's switch Mr. Thornton out. Because Mr. Tolly took a bit of a beating. Ah, oh, no, you're a strong bird, Mr. Tolly. You can stay out for this fight. I'm about to step in front of this fisherman. Oh, I'd rather be working. <laughs> Okay, good. This fisherman has... Oh, jeez, a whole ton of Pokemon. First up, a Poliwag. Cut to when it's dead. Oh, God. Cool, dead. Great. And uh, now, up next is a... Shoulder, and it is... Dead. And up next is a... Goldeen, and it is... Dead. And up next... Is a... Horsey, and it is dead. Fantastic, man! The hypno sprite from behind is insane. It is just—I don't know who gave, like, who signed off on this, who gave approval for this to be in the game, but they were wrong to do so. They were just wrong. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Constantine grew to level twenty-seven, and Daniel defeated the fisherman. Good. That's over. He says, "Oh, it's not easy." And Daniel got some money. The fisherman continues to talk. Fisherman says, oh, it's all right. Losing doesn't bug me anymore. That's a, that's a sad thing to say. It's, uh, who's in first position? Oh, a sleeping Mr. Tolly on 20 health out of 85. Let's, uh, let's go... Um, 
let's let's put Mr. Thornton out front for a bit more. Keith and Andy is susceptible to Goldeen attacks, so let's keep him in the ranks for now. All right, we uh, go up and down this winding pier, and now we're heading south again. South again. Ah, oh, the Snorlax! A sleeping Pokemon blocks the way. It's completely blocked. I can't. I can't advance any further south. All right. Okay, listeners. Cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run back up the pier. I forgot that that was at the end of this great big long thing. Man, I think we've reached the point where I'm starting to forget how the game goes. You know. Anyway. Um. Okay, walking up the pier. There's a little island in the pier here where I could, if I knew surf, I could surf out and get an item. I don't know surf though, so I can't do that. I'll just, uh, I'll just cut back to when I'm in the town. Alrighty. Dun 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 dun. There we are, back in the town, up to the Pokemon Center and heal my Pokemon. I think what I'm going to do, listeners, is I'm going to head west, and I'm going to catch the Pokemon in whatever route that route is, and then that'll be the end of this episode. Um, we've explored down south, we've explored Lavender Town, and then we'll start exploring to the west. That's what will have happened in this episode, and we'll catch a Pokemon and see what kind of Pokemon it is. Who should we have out front? Um, yeah, let's put Keith and Andy out front. Switch Keith and Andy out. Uh, sure would suck if I killed the Pokemon outright, wouldn't it? Alright, here we are in the west. Let's have a look at the map. Town map. Use. Route. Route 8? We haven't had Route 8 yet. Even though it's lower than Route 10 or whatever. I know we haven't had Route 8 yet. Okay, there's no grass yet. I come out and there's bollards in, in my way. I can't go any further to the west. So I've got to walk down south on this like cycle path here. And there's a lady trainer here and there's a man trainer here. It looks like I can't get past this area without fighting one of them at least. Either the man or the lady. Let's fight the lady. Uh... Alright. She says, hey, what's a cute, round, and fluffy Pokemon? I don't know, what is a cute, round, and fluffy Pokemon? Is it a Wigglytuff? Or a Jigglypuff? A lass wants to fight. Lass sent out Clefairy. There we are, that's what a cute, round, and fluffy Pokemon is, a Clefairy. Fight. Vine Whip, Acid, Sleeping Powder. Probably cut. Keith and Andy cut the, the, the Clefairy. And I'm going to cut back to when it's dead. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Jesus. Listeners, holy fuck. Keith and is on 17 out of 82 health. You've just missed the longest, dullest, stupidest thing ever. Um, the Clefairy is on, like, one hit point. I'm going to use cut. I don't think it can kill me in one. The only way it can do that is if it gets me with a pound and crits. But I'm just going to risk it. I'm going to use Cut. Keith and Andy's going to use Cut to kill the Clefairy. Keith and Andy use Cut. Gah, okay, okay, cool. It's dead. Yeah, holy fuck. It put me to sleep, listeners. And then it just used Double Slap until I was down to, like, half health. And it used Growl every now and again. I, my Pokemon just would not wake up. Jesus, it's so frustrating. And Double Slap, the, the, the move goes forever. Um... And then when I got out of sleep, it had growled at me so much that my attacks weren't doing very much damage. And then it got me down really quickly to that last 17 points of health. Another Clefairy's about to come out. Let's change Pokemon to Johnny Five. Sort this, sort this stuff out, Johnny Five. Cut to when this thing's dead. Oh gosh, critical hit, dead in one, Johnny Five. Put it on a shirt. 
What a surprise. Then I'll just feel the less. <laughs> the less says, oh, stop. I won't be so mean to my Clefairy. And Daniel got 330 bucks for winning. She continues. I heard that Clefairy evolves when it's exposed to a moonstone. I'm going to really quickly run back to the Pokemon Center, listeners. Okay, listeners, I'm back to exactly where I was standing before. I just healed uh, Keith and Andy. I also uh, pulled cabbage out of the computer. I deposited Mr. Tolly and I sucked out cabbage. Because I thought, if I come up against a weak Pokemon, I don't want to kill it in one with one of my great big strong Pokemon. So I used cabbage on it. Alright, so walking past this lady, here we are, okay. There's a tree here, which I can cut to access a little area of grass, or I can continue walking up the path. I'm going to cut the tree. Uh, Pokemon. Keith and Andy used cut. Keith and Andy used cut, and now we're in the area. And I'm going to step into the grass. I'm going to see what it is. Let's step into the grass. I'm in the grass. Here's the Pokemon. What's it going to be, listeners? What's it going to be? It is... Oh, for fuck's sake! Zamiath. Oh. Jesus. Let's see what else we could have got, listeners. Oh, shit. It could have been a Vulpix. Oh. Um, let's see if there's anything else in the grass. There's a Meowth again. Another Meowth. So it's probably just Meowths and Vulpixes. Uh, listeners, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, actually. Uh, I'm not going to end the episode just yet. I'm going to come over here to the west, where there's a second tree to cut down. Go Pokemon, Keith and Andy, cut. Let's see if we can keep on going. See if we can avoid everybody that we possibly can. So as not to drag this out too long. Let's see if we can get to the next route over. The one next to Route 8. Okay, sneaking past everyone. We're right along this long and winding road. Oh, there's some buildings here. I've forgotten everything about the buildings. There's a bunch of trainers as well. Let's avoid the trainers. or successfully avoided the trainers. And now it looks like I head through this building to get to the next area. There's a police person here. They're going to stop me. They say, hey, I'm on guard duty. Gee, I'm thirsty though. Oh, wait. There, the road's closed. Okay, cool. So we can't go that way. What if we go... Am I still in Route 8? Yeah, I'm still in Route 8. Is there a way to go down south here? No, there's not. What about through this building here? What's this say? Underground path, Celadon City to Lavender Town. Okay, let's go through this building and see what's up in here. Oh, there's a lady in front of an underground path. She says, Oh, the department store at Celadon has a great selection. Let's enter the path. There's probably going to be no random encounters in this path, is there? Underground path. We're walking to up the path. I can't imagine there being much grass on the other side of this path either. It's going to be a whole city, isn't it? No. Alright, here's the other end of the path. Let's walk up the stairs. There's a man with a Friar Tuck haircut. He says, Hey, I heard a sleepy Pokemon appeared near Celadon City. It's probably a Snorlax. Let's exit the path. Underground path. To Celadon City, Lavender Town. Let's look at the Pokemon map. We're kind of in a wilderness area. Route 7. I've never been in Route 7 before. Is there long grass? Let's look around. Oh, there's some long grass here. Listen, I'm going to step into the long grass here in Route 7. I'm stepping in the grass and there's immediately a Pokemon in the first square and it's... It's a fucking Pidgey! God damn it! <laughs>